Before I introduce and share a little bit about today's guest, I'd like to share with you one of the recent reviews on our podcast. I quote, what you given is just the podcast the world needs. It's all about creating good things and happiness in the world. And it is truly inspiring. If you're looking for a little motivation to do good and a little inspiration to your life, then you should definitely check this podcast out. End of quote. I share that for a couple of reasons. The first and most important one is reading these reviews is inspiring to me and it fuels me to keep moving forward and interviewing wonderful guests every week. And so thank you. Thank you so much when you leave these reviews and ratings. Secondly, as you do that, it brings more exposure to the podcast, which allows more people to know about it and to be able to listen in and hopefully enjoy it just like I'm hoping you are enjoying the podcast. So at the end of today's show, if you wouldn't mind taking a couple of minutes and just leaving a rating and a few words, we'd love, love to hear from you. So now let's move to today's guest. Elisa Entz. So excited for you to hear this interview. Elisa is a photographer. She's been doing that for over 10 years now, and she is wonderful at it. I've looked at her work, and she does weddings and all other kinds of uh, events or, or just your family photos and has really gained a talent at it. And you're going to learn today how listening to her soul speak to her, led her to that talent. But then we're also going to lead into a series that she was inspired to start photography, the He Lives Christ series. In the show notes, there's her website. You can go on and, and look at these. They're absolutely inspiring. And she's going to share her story today on how this series came about and it truly was miraculous. Get ready. You're going to once again love it. Enjoy. And here we go. From the School of Life Foundation, this is another episode of What You Given, a broadcast based on the invitation, find what brings you joy and match it to the needs of the world. This becomes your gift. Everyone has something inside of themselves to give, and I want to know, what are you giving? In my interviews, we meet people from all walks of life. I am Jack Rolfe. And on the show today, we have Elisa Entz. Welcome, Elisa. Hi, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time uh, to, to be on the program. Very excited to have a discussion with you today. And I, I can easily say thank you for taking the time because you're busy because you have three boys, right? <laughs> 
Yes, I do. Yeah. Yes. So any mom with three boys, well, you got four boys because you got a husband too. Yeah. He's the and, biggest uh, boy out of them all. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you start us out? Just tell us a little bit about your family. Okay. Um, I have been married to my sweetheart for 11 years. We just celebrated our anniversary last Friday. Um, he is from Southern Utah. I'm from Richfield and we just met. And of course, I'm not going to leave Southern Utah if your last name's Entz. Yes. Um, and then we have three boys, eight, four, and almost a one-year-old. So I am very busy with my kids and, but I love it. It's fun. We're currently building a house and I live with my mother-in-law and that's a full-time job too. So oh my goodness, we're just all sorts of busy, but we're very blessed. So it's good. Yes. You have a lot going on there. And uh, yes, eight, four, and one, that is keeping your hands full. Um, but I'm sure you uh, do a beautiful job as a mom. Uh, if it correlates with the beautiful job you do with your other career with photography, which we'll get into here in a minute. But uh, just a little more about your family, um, the Entz family, what, what do you enjoy doing? What fun things do you guys like to do? We love to go to the lake. Uh, we're actually leaving for Lake Powell the end of this week. Um, and it's a way to get out of the heat, right? In St. Yes. George. Yeah. Um, we just enjoy sports with our kids. They're all busy with all different sports. Um, yeah, I don't know. We just love to be outside. We love movie nights. We just love spending time together and being with our family. So, Well, that's great. I appreciate you sharing a little bit of that. I, uh, you know, sometimes as I go through some of these interviews uh, and I ask individuals, you know, what's, what's new in their life when we're usually talking about um, uh, the area they're focusing on, which for you is photography. And, and often I'll get the answer back. Well, uh, it, I just live life, right? You know, I've got a family and yeah. I've got a, a new home on your case that you're, you're putting together. And, and so I like to say that uh, no matter what station we're at in life or what we're doing, we're, we're just, we're somebody's neighbor, right? We live next door to somebody, we're somebody's neighbor. And all of us are just trying to move through this life, the journey of life uh, together. And so we'd like to learn a little bit about your journey tonight. Um, and, you know, as, as we go through the episodes on this show, one of the things we talk about and that we initiate is discovering what your talents are and, and what your gifts are. And most often those then translate to things that bring joy into your life. But to find those things for each of us, I believe that we have uh, what I call inspirational moments where our, our soul speaks to us. And, and it's all through this step of life, starting at a young age, that leads us to this path of finding these skills and talents. So would you share with our listeners today, Elisa, uh, your skill and your talent of photography Kind of go back a few years and 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 how did your soul whisper to you? What what kind of was the different steps in the path that led you on this direction? Okay. Well, um, I my junior year of high school, my parents actually got divorced and I am from Richfield. So I had the opportunity to come to Southern Utah. 
when I attended Dixie High School and they offered a photography class and I was so excited to try it. And so I actually started at Dixie High School my junior year with a film class and I just fell in love with watching something raw become developed. I loved picturing something in my head and seeing it come to life and being able to create that. I just, I loved that. And so I started in high school and then I actually ended up going to SUU for photography and I have been doing photography professionally ever since. So probably over 10 years. Um, And I've started with more weddings and family photos and just like watching my talent develop that way. Um, do you want me to go into how I started the Christ series or do you want me to just go that far? Uh, let's stop there just a minute. Okay. And, okay. um, I, cause I want to point out a couple of things. So these, when you started with the class, you got excited about it. So the, something was stirring inside of you. Am I mm-hmm. correct in saying yes. that? Yes. I, yeah. My mom's an art teacher. I've always been loved to draw, be creative, um, just And so finding a different medium that I could use besides, you know, drawing or whatever to be able to express myself creatively was very exciting for me. Yeah. So with that point, um, to those listening today, how would would you give any advice or how would you suggest they recognize when they are recognizing what a talent is or when these things are stirring inside of you that makes you think, wow, that's something I really want to do. Any thoughts on that? Yeah. I think when it excites you, when it makes you want to do it and want to create something and um, something you're proud of, I was always very like excited to show my work and show my clients, my, you know, their pictures It made me excited and made me proud of what I was doing and accomplishing. And so I think when you're sharing something, also photography is something that is not only benefiting me, but it's truly, it's it's for my client. I'm capturing the moments that they want to remember and cherish forever. So being able to give them something like that was very exciting for me, but also very, what's the word I'm thinking of? I can't think of what I'm thinking of. I'm sorry. No, it was that's just, fine. It was very fulfilling. I fulfilling. Guess I yeah. yeah. It just yes. fulfilled me in a different way that I could give somebody something like that, that they could look back and cherish because I had so many, I've had family members pass away after we just barely shot their family a month before or a week before. And that's the last photo that they had with their family member. And that's something that they'll always cherish and hold on to is that picture. And I being able to, you know, give something like that to someone is very fulfilling to me. I think you beautifully described that. And I want to repeat that. Our, our gifts and our skills, our talents are fulfilling to us, but help others. Is that a good description of that? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Love that. And that's what, that's what my aim is with this podcast is trying to get Everybody, uh, I, I just envision a world of people truly recognizing their talents and skills because it's fulfilling, but then using it to, to help others. And we're going to get more into that because I know that's uh, what you're doing. But I, I want to back up for a minute to Elisa. You, you mentioned uh, you moved from Richfield to Southern Utah 
as a junior high school after your your parents got divorced. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that's a challenging time. And uh, that's that's a hard time for anybody uh, to go through. And uh, for you to be able to find these talents and skills through that time shows some resolve, I, I believe, with you. But I also am suspecting during that time uh, in the school of life, we talk about uh, learning to school our toughest opponent, which is ourselves. And I'm going to throw a guess out here that your toughest opponent during that time was trying to beat you up and uh, maybe tell you 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 couldn't accomplish anything or maybe you weren't worth anything. or I don't know. what What was that like for you? Yeah, it's always hard going into a new school, especially when you're coming from a really small community to a bigger one. Right. Um, but I I did uh, sports and that also helped too. But I think this pathway of photography, I never knew what I would actually lead me to, which is now I can see the full picture. Um, right. You know, so it, it is something that I think when you do develop those talents and you find something that gives you drive and gives you purpose. That's obviously, you know, why Christ gave them to, or why heavenly father gave them to us as well. Like they're, they're meant to be shared. Obviously talents are meant to be shared, but they're also essentially making us the people and that we're supposed to become. So, so would you say then as you are developing and using and then sharing these talents that's one way to get through uh, your toughest opponent, which is ourselves trying to beat us up. And mm-hmm. is, am I correct in hearing how you're saying that? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah wonderful. I, I think the adversary is always going to tell you you're not good enough. And I think that's another reason why people don't always use their talents as well is because, you know, they're scared. They're not going to be good enough like I'm not the only photographer out there you look at all the other photographers there are you know and it and it's hard to compare yourself to that um but you just have to keep moving forward and keep going with the talents that God's given you because those are truly the talents you're supposed to have you just shared two key points that uh, our, our toughest opponent uses one is comparing ourselves to others and the other is fear uh, if we recognize that's part of our toughest opponent and part of what, as you share, the adversaries trying to use against us, then we take the courage, right, to, yeah. to, to plow through that. It doesn't mean it's always easy, but it's worth it on the other side uh, to get yeah. through that. And uh, so very interesting that this, uh, this, this little period of time in life coming to Southern Utah was really a spark Uh, this puts you to where you're at now. And so these talents and skills, the next part uh, we like to talk about after you discover them, you start to develop some, some passion with these things in your life. And you start to then create what your, your mission is, your purpose is. And so kind of explain if you wouldn't mind, as you've been building this career in photography, of how that came about as far as, you know, one step after the other and and where you're at 
now. And let's just stay with the photography side with individuals, and then we'll shift into uh, the He Lives Christ series after that. Um, well, like I said, after I went to SUU, I actually ended up dropping out of college because <laughs> the, I knew everything that the college professor was teaching in, in yeah. photography. And I feel like you can't just be taught in a classroom with photography. It's actually very expressive and personal for photographers to show their creative side. And so I moved back in with my mom and in Southern Utah, but I, I couldn't live off just photography at the time. So I had a lot of, a lot of different jobs. Um, and while I was trying to become full-time with photography, I actually was working at a place and I was really unhappy and I was trying to get pregnant and, um, a lot going on. Yeah. It, it was just never happening. Yeah. And so it's interesting now that I look back and seeing how unhappy I was with that when I quit that job and just became full-time with photography, I actually ended up getting pregnant. And um, I think it's also just a little bit of orchestrated grace too, just showing right. me what my purpose was supposed to be and where I was supposed to go with it. And so I think that God will always place those talents in your lives, but you also have to make the decisions for yourself because he's not going to do it for you. But you have to be, you know, you have to act and do it and just have the faith that it will all work out. Right. And so it's been quite the journey since that. But it's honestly been the most like it's just taken off from there. I could have never imagined where my photography would be now, like 10 years ago, you know, looking even at my photos of how I've progressed. And, you know, just every year I'm finding myself more and more with what I want to develop in my creative you know, structure with photography. So it's been, it's been quite the journey, but it's also fun to look back and see where I've come. Yeah. You know, that's uh, interesting. How you mentioned looking back 10 years and I suspect 10 years from today, you'll even look back and say, wow, look how far I've come in this 10 years. Cause life is that journey. We just, we continue to, to grow and to expand and and create and i believe we were born uh, you know to do those things and that's part of our uh, innate uh, capabilities and so I, I i've teased the, the listeners long enough i guess today i <laughs> uh, those that, uh, that that know you already know about your he lives christ series those that are just learning about you today are are going to learn about it i will just remind uh, the listeners that in the show notes today, um, you'll have Elisa's website, uh, her Instagram, and uh, and please, please go there and and look at her work because it is beautiful work. And the the He Lives Christ series, um, it, well, it's touching, and uh, I, it, it touches me, Elisa, just to talk about it after looking through the, the beautiful work you've done with that. So would you share with us how that came about? What inspired that? How it developed? What, what's the story behind that series? You're going to make me cry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's very uh, emotional like, to talk about because it's it's been a big part of my life the last couple of years. Yes. Um, about three years ago, maybe four now, I got asked to do um, photography for a really big event. We have a local 
place here, paparazzi, I don't know, the jewelry down here, yeah. they had a really big event and I was um, hired to shoot for about nine hours of a huge convention that they were having. And I was, I got done and I got home and I was exhausted and a little voice in my head said, download these photos right away. And I didn't listen. Oh, wow. I was exhausted. My babies needed me. I got home at like super late at night. I'd just been shooting for nine hours. So I just put my stuff, my camera, everything. I just put it away and just was with my family for the rest of the night. Um, that next morning I woke up and I was like, okay, hey, I'm going to download these photos. And I could not find the SD card oh, boy. anywhere. I couldn't find the pictures. I couldn't find Anyways, it was very stressful because I just got paid thousands of dollars for this shoot, but also this was a big event that I can't just recapture like family photos. Right. Um, so I first thought, obviously got on my knees and prayed, please help me find this. And um, that went on for a minute. And the time in my life, I was very focused on photography. I was shooting weddings every weekend. I had a shoot almost every day. Like I was just in the the thick of photography. So I just, I was kind of putting off my scripture study, my personal prayers, just, I wasn't in the place spiritually that I needed to be, um, or wanting to be, I guess I wasn't yeah. doing anything bad. I just wasn't at my best. And so it was interesting because I just kept feeling like I need to start studying again. I need to start praying again as I lost the, the SD card. And and I, I'd done that and I'd prayed harder than I had in a long time just because I really wanted to find that. Yeah. So in the midst of this, I had an email from a mom and she wrote me and said, would you be interested in shooting a family session for me with a Christ model? And I thought that was really weird because I had seen some of the photos people had done with the Christ model and they just kind of looked just cheesy. Like right. it just didn't, it wasn't my style. It was just kind of not what I wanted to pursue. And, but I'd always tried to like, I, I had seen Mark Marby's reflections of Christ before, yes. and I always loved those. And I always wanted to find the right Christ model. I just, I never could. And so I just had, I hadn't really wrote her back or written her back. And so, um, the week kind of went on. I still couldn't find my SD card. I was still praying. I was still doing everything in my power, just praying that maybe if I could change my ways a little bit, you know, God would help me. And, um, I said yes to that shoot mm. and little did I know it was preparing me. Um, I'm sorry. It right. was preparing me spiritually for where I needed to be for this shoot. Um, and after I said yes, that next morning I looked in my washer where I had looked probably dozens of times before to find my SD card and my SD card was sitting in the bottom of my washer. And I ran as fast as I could to the um, computer because no way this SD card would be working and have all the photos on it a week later that had been washed a week later. And every photo was there. Wow. Um, and so to me, it's orchestrated grace that I have, was able to be in the right place spiritually for um, the shoot that was about to take place. Um, so I ended up 
meeting the model. And right away, we just had this connection that was undeniable. It was just like we were brother and sister from heaven. We just had this connection that we were just like, we're supposed to do this. We are, this is our calling. We're supposed to do this. And so after that first shoot, we scheduled another one and another one. And it just became this series that just unfolded before our eyes. And it's just been miraculous and it's changed our lives. So that's kind of how it started. What a story. And um, well, let me ask you a little bit too. What these these photos, the Christ series, um, I'm I'm assuming individuals can can purchase those. Is is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Are there other things that they're being used for? Um, I have done actually, I've been the keynote speaker for a lot of firesides talking about my Christ series. Yeah. Um, I've talked to the youth about it and just how it became and how it's drawn me closer to Jesus Christ. Um, and just how to create your life to have him closer or you closer to him. And so that's, I mean, I, it's just, I would have never thought taking pictures of a Christ model could lead me to where I have been able to help people become closer to Christ. Um, I always get people saying, Oh, I have a Christ picture of yours in my home. And I just like it, it kind of takes me back because it's interesting because I still don't feel like they're my pictures. When I see the photos, it doesn't feel like they're mine. It doesn't. It just, it just feels like I was just, I'm, I was a tool in God's hands to create these because they're just, I don't know, the spirit during these shoots was just undeniable. And it we were led to do this. And I also love that people do use them. I always get people saying, hey, I had this so-and-so pass away. I had, I need it. You know, I'd love a picture to give to them. So it's, it's always refreshing to see that they're being used to help people come out of dark times, but also just comfort people. So I also send them to auctions. I always donate them and wherever I can, I try to give them to people. That's wonderful. I, um, you know, as you described has how the series came forward, uh, literally was miraculous and which is great. I mean, I, I believe we have miracles in our lives every day if we'll stop to recognize them. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm suspecting, but I want to ask you, as, as you did the, uh, the the photo shoot, and maybe it was probably a few different occasions that you did that, were there some little miracles that happened as you did that? And if so, maybe share one of those with us. Yes, um, my favorite one. We were going up to snow Canyon in Southern Utah, the white rocks. And we were going to shoot the resurrection series. Um, and when we pulled up, it was just me and my mom and the Christ model and this other model that was portraying Mary. And there was nobody else there besides one other man. And it was just some random trucker from out of the state. And he just came up to meditate. That's what he told us. But he was very fascinated that we had this man looking at Jesus Christ. (laughs) And so he was like kind of following us, taking pictures. And then he just started like sharing his life story with us about how he's just found God the last couple of years. And he's gone through a really hard time in his life. And he just followed us the whole shoot. 
and um, just some random person. And we got to the top of the hill and I had this vision of these hands reaching up towards Jesus Christ in my head. Yeah. And there was only two other women there. Well, actually, my my Mary model left, so it was just my mom. And I just said, I it, they're man's hands. They are man's hands. And the trucker, um, he then asked, can I do it? Wow. And um, what's so incredible is that, again, just orchestrated grace. Like, he just happened to be there. He just happened to follow us up to this hill. And he is the hands in that photo. And what that photo represents to me is no matter what, no matter where you are in your life, God or Christ and God are always reaching down to you, just waiting for you to reach up. And so it's always interesting to me to see that photo. And it means so much more to me because it truly was a complete stranger trying to reach towards God at that time in his life. So it was, it was quite miraculous to us that, that moment. That's wonderful. And as you are talking about this, Elisa, I, uh, I can feel the spirit of it. I can feel your passion of it. And, you know, your, your gift of photography. So in, in your business, you're helping others when, you know, you're capturing wonderful moments of time and, and events in their lives. And then with the Christ series, as you just mentioned, you, this is a way for you to bring individuals uh, uh, unto Jesus Christ. And, um, and that's, that's a very sacred thing. Uh, for you. And, you know, we appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, you know, what, what tender, tender things. And I, as I listen to you as well, I'm hearing come from your story and the things that you're sharing that as we listen to these promptings and on the show, we call it your, you know, your soul speaking to it, but they're, they're divine promptings. Mm-hmm. The, the key is to act upon them, right? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, we'll miss opportunities if we don't, and they could be just such beautiful opportunities. So the, the, the key phrase or invitation that we use on this podcast is find what brings you joy and match it to the needs of the world. What does that statement mean? How do you define that in the life of Elisa Entz? That's a big question. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the things that bring me joy. Well, I, I would have to say that a lot of things bring me joy. But um, in the last three years doing this Christ series, I have come to know Jesus Christ as as a real person, I guess I could say. And um, so me being able to feel joy through Jesus Christ and bring that to other people and depict him in a way that would be moving for other people to want to put it in their home has been pretty miraculous to me. Um, And I just hope that they continue to bring people joy. That's the only mission I'm that I did this and I continue to promote the series for is just to bring other people closer to Jesus Christ. Cause in the end, 
he truly is our joy. He, he's the only reason we can feel joy. He's the only reason we can feel peace. And I have come to realize that in the last couple of years, as I have put my talent towards something that means more to me. And that's something I'm bringing together Jesus Christ and my talent together as one. It's brought me the most joy that I think I could have ever imagined. It's truly created the person that I'm supposed to become. And so being able to share that with the world has been the biggest blessing I could have asked for. Yeah, that is a big blessing. And, um, you know, I, I would say the, the need in the world you're describing would be more light in the world, right. And more light that Christ can bring. And, you know, people listening to this show come uh, also from wall walks of life and uh, different backgrounds, different religions, uh, different beliefs, but uh, you know, Christ is uh, a universal belief that we can all hold on to. And I just feel impressed while we're talking that anybody listening today that is having a particular struggle in your life, uh, or you're feeling some darkness uh, in your life, or whatever that challenge may be, take some of the advice we've been hearing from Elisa and uh, get on your knees and offer a prayer. And then listen, and uh, you will know that he's there, and you will know of the things that you can do in your life. And there will also be, in addition to miracles, there's angels. And most of the time, these angels are people that are around us, um, whether it's the, the random person <laughs> that you ran into that you told us on the story um, or our mom or our neighbor, whoever it might be. But then as we get strong enough and we start then sharing our own gifts, you can become, we can become angels in the lives of other people um, as we listen to our, our soul speaking to us. And so I, I'm really grateful for this journey you're on and for sharing it uh, with us tonight. I, I suspect, I hope that those listening are feeling the, the same tender spirit uh, from you and that's here uh, as they're listening and that they'll move forward, you know, with that. Um, I, you know, we're, we're coming to that time, Elisa, in the podcast where we we're wrapping things up. And I always tell people it's it's a, it's a happy time and a sad time for me. So the, the sadness is I could talk to you all, all day long. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but the happy time is the closing question. And my listeners know it's coming and we call it the golden nugget question. And that would be if you wanted those listening today to just take away or learn one thing. It could be something we've already talked about or maybe something we haven't even talked about. What would be that one thing you would like them to take away from you today? So as I was talking to my husband about the golden nugget, <laughs> I, yeah. well, I was like, I don't know what should I share? It, it kind of 
a little light bulb went off what what he spoke to me he or what he told me he said use your talents to find your true self and i said what do you mean by that and he said you have become i'm sorry you have become the person you've wanted to be because of this talent because you've chosen to direct it towards your savior and it resonated with me because it's true. Like if I wasn't sharing my talent the way that I am right now, I would have never become the person that I would be today. And so what I want to say is find your talent and share your talent and direct it to give people joy, but also bring yourself joy and turn you into the person that you're meant to become because God gives you individual talents and they are meant to be shared so yeah just share your talents to become the person you're supposed to become that is absolutely beautiful and i couldn't think of a better way to close out today's session i want to just repeat that use your talents to find your true self i know there are a lot of people out there listening that wonder who they are and what they have uh, to give to the world and who they can become. And we just got some great advice. Use your talents to find your true self. I love, love, love that. I'm going to be using it myself (laughs) and moving forward. Elisa, thank you so much again uh, for your time. Thank you for for being on the show. Oh, yeah, you are welcome. And uh, for those listening, uh, I I remind you that your heart feels for you, your mind reasons for you, but your soul speaks to you. Are you listening? Did you listen today? If so, what did you hear and what did you learn? Will you now have the courage to act upon what you felt? Thank you for tuning in. Please follow us on your podcast app so that each new episode is always downloaded, ready for you to listen in, and then share the link with others. We would love to have you leave a review and you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel as well as following us on Instagram. If you'd like to send us a message, you can also email us at whatyougiven at gmail.com. A special thanks, as always, goes out to our producers, Ben and Kayla Martin. Now it is time to move upward and onward and ask yourself, What you given?